Welcome to our show. It's a show with Joe and Sarah. And it's called Pop That Culture. Oh. Wow. Are you going to go to a rap battle tonight? I've you only should. got one shot. Mom spaghetti. Mm. Yeah, no, we're going to talk about stuff and nonsense mm. and things that are happening in right. pop culture and weird news. And eventually, we're going to get to a squirrel on a plane on this mm. show. So there's a lot for you to look forward to. I want all these mother squirrels off this mother plane. <laughs> that, you know what? I didn't even, mm. we'll get to it. But that should be a movie. I yeah. mean, if, if there are any people out there who are watching this podcast, of course, <laughs> who make B movies? Yes, or C or D movies. Or yeah, not I mean? X movies. No, you don't want a squirrel in an X movie because no, it'd be no nuts hanging me. all over yes. the place. Do not bury, uh, hide, bite those nuts. Mm. No, so it is still hurricane season. Yes, and it is getting. Speaking of nuts, it is getting nuts in Florida right nice. now. It is not good. Lots of damage, high winds. I think it's been downgraded, but it got. Yeah. Up to a four, close to a five. Yeah. And it is uh, moving on to Georgia and other parts. I think he's moving out to sea. Is he? Yeah, he he's wants done? to hit Bermuda. Michael. Um, maybe the Azores. Yeah. And, uh, you know, relax Hurricane Michael. But you know when there's a hurricane, of course, that they're going to have only the best. Only the best. The weather, best. The best weather people <laughs> covering it. <laughs> and one of those people is Jim Cantor from uh, the Weather Channel. Mm -hmm. I want to say he's the guy that freaked out about thunder snow, and that clip of him went viral. Uh -huh. I think it was him. I think you're right. I mean, obviously, he deals with weather all the time, so mm, yes. he's going to. Jim, <laughs> he's head out to the coast. There's a hurricane <laughs> coming. Make sure you wear something that catches the breeze easily. Here's what's incredible. So we're going to show you a clip while he's covering the storm live. There's a two-by-four that, I mean, it was close. People were saying, it almost speared him in the head. Settle down. It didn't. It was close. It was near him, which is scary. But I'll tell you my favorite part after you watch the clip. Ah! So he dodges runs off to where some of the other guys in the crew that are working on the mm. shoot with him are. And there's a dude on the crew who was already wearing a batter's helmet <laughs> because he was fully prepared. And, yeah. and Jim's like, give me the helmet, takes off whatever hat he was wearing, puts on the batting helmet, and then goes back out there to do more coverage. Because if he gets impaled anywhere yeah. else on his body, not good. Oh, yeah. But the noggin, mm. that's going to be covered. Right. So I'm okay. Yes. I, um, I think we're over having weather people uh, standing on break walls during hurricanes. Right. I really think we are. It's a, we get it. We get yeah, it. It's windy. Can you, can you just... Shoot from far away or from yeah. the inside, CGI looking out. It. You know, yeah, we have enough it. stock footage. <laughs> you can just redo the voiceover. Get bad lip reading to replace <laughs> the dialogue from old footage. Save a life, because that's what's going to happen. 
I think statistically speaking, I'm surprised it hasn't. Yeah, we have not gone with like the ocean, like a rogue wave taking a news weather guy yeah. back out to sea or. Maybe that two by four would have hit him. I don't know. Did you ever see that movie? And I regret that I saw it called 2012, I want to say. Oh. And it was, it was. <laughs> the one with John Cusack? Yes. <laughs> no, I and didn't. And it was all special effects all the time about extreme oh. weather. And it was dumb. It was really dumb. But I can't remember. I think I had to see it for work. And it, but anyway, we can take some of the, the only thing that's good yes. about that movie is the CGI footage. Right. So we can take the extreme weather CGI footage, say, this is what's happening in Florida. Right. And then let all the weather people just stay home or stay on studio and talk about it. Well, so. the Weather Channel has this like really cool thing where they have like this 3D studio. I've seen right. that. It's perfect. Just do that. Where have, they have, have them standing in a circle and the water rises yeah, behind them. Have you them seen the super cut of the disasters? No. That's on you. There's a super cut they did of like trees falling and like cars dropping what? out of the Yeah. In it's their a, CGI thing in yes, the studio? Oh it's my amazing. God. We should, David, can we share that on the Pop That Culture page? Absolutely. So, David, uh, can we have that here? Can we yes, make so that Joe and I. I'll set that up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So we can have extreme weather. Yeah. After, after we get the time. skirt for the table, so <laughs> you don't have to see our crotches. Then we can get the CGI stuff. Standing command right there, yep. One thing at a time. Yeah. First, let's prioritize here. First, let's get a Velcro, Velcro table yeah. skirt, and then we can bump yeah. it up to. And some new promos. Can we get some new promos? Then we, then we can increase our production value. No, we need that studio first. We need the, the Yeah, I think we should first. just go straight to the crazy effects. Yeah. Right. I mean, come on. They Child's want... play. Skirt. Yeah. Boom. They're we need already... to be, you and I need to be flying through a tornado while we're right. doing this show. How many, you know, we've got plenty of footage of the bending palm trees. we got right. the street signs doing this. Yes. That's I mean, a good one. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I know. They're not going to stop, though. It's not going to happen. Now, speaking of a dangerous filming situation. Oh. oh. Situation. Bad. Maybe this is a curse. Maybe this movie will be the next poltergeist in terms of curses. Well, so they're filming the standalone Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm. And we've seen him in his makeup and his mm. little 80s Joker costume. Yep. Big shoulders. And Big shoulders yes. and a rat tail. <laughs> and if you look closely, the Joker's tie, piano keys. You know, he has long hair. I kind of wish they would have given the Joker, like, wall bangs, you know? Or just, that. Yeah, or exactly. Oh, going super early. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, a Billy Ray Cyrus Joker? That is oh, terrifying. Yeah, and then and then when the sequel comes out, which takes place in the 90s, he'd be Chris Gaines Joker <laughs> under the soul patch. Woo! Yes, but so they were filming for the movie, and they were filming a subway train in New York. Mm. And not, a, not a sandwich. Correct. Not, okay. not a sandwich. And a whole bunch of extras were in one of the subway cars, and they, after like two hours, started knocking on the thing. Can you let us out? Because there are some people in here who need to pee. And they wouldn't let them out. And so these people were trapped in, as extras in this subway car no. for over like three no. hours. And so they're just kind of like peeing where they can find a hole out no. onto the track. No. And so they're actually like the unions are looking into it because they were, you're supposed to get a break. I know yeah. you're just an extra, but. Yeah, but no, but you're still governed by SAG guidelines. If you're an extra, like I think three times, you get a SAG card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and you know what? I have to say, this is not unlike the real experience on a New York subway sometimes. Where you're just trapped Saturday in the Saturday night, <laughs> you forget what stop is yours, you're coming up to the end of the line and you're hammered, you gotta do something, right? Yeah, yeah, but uh, 
Warner Brothers says that they're looking into it, but they haven't really made any sort of comment on this. But I think you're right. Mm. I kind of get the feeling that this is like one of those weird, doomed movies right. where bad crap keeps happening. Really, The Conjuring. <laughs> Did something bad happen on like The Conjuring? Like in all The Conjuring movies, something bad happened. Right? In all the... All the oh, movies, I David, think, help me. Well, they've said that they were haunted, maybe. A <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a scary movie guy, but I think you're correct. Yeah, maybe this is it. This is their haunting yeah. moment? Or maybe this is one of those things where the extras think that they're not filming, but they are. And they're going to do, like, you know, Batman gives oh, them, like, bat catheters. Well. He throws them and they stick to the wall. <laughs> but they're shaped like bats, so how do you cath yourself with a bat? They need that old cowboy who does the cath commercial. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, Ooh. extras, it's time to cast. Ooh, yeah, gross. that's not, that's, uh, that's uh. terrifying. Also terrifying is the new Pet Cemetery. Wasn't the first one creepy enough? Yes! Little Gage? Yes. Little Gage? Herman Munster being a normal I dude? I know, and they've got John Lithgow playing the Herman Munster part. Yeah. Which does is he say, don't bury one back there, it's, the ground is sour. I think he does. Yeah, does he say that? I, well, so we're going to show you the trailer for the new Pet Cemetery, and it looks sufficiently scary and creepy. I don't know mm. if we needed another one, but you're going to get it, and here's the trailer. So many trees. Beautiful, right? It's definitely not Boston. Here we go. Okay, so what do you think? Wow, this whole place is ours. I even got him to throw in a whole forest as a new backyard. It was a myth. Kids would used to dare each other to go into the woods at night. Coming soon. This, I'm serious. This movie has big shoes to film. The original Pet Cemetery is one of my all-time favorite See, movies. See, I didn't realize that about you because you seemed very possessive of it. And you were yeah. like, if they don't do this right, right yeah. there's going to be a reckoning. Well, and its name is Joe Santos. You know what? Here, the original Pet Cemetery, 
has elements of different parts of my life. It has the Ramones on the soundtrack. Kay. Tasha Yar from Star Trek is in it. Ooh. Creepy Cat, Herman Munster. Oh, my God. It's everything you love yes. all oh, wrapped up into one. Oh, the only thing that's missing is pizza. Is there a pizza scene in the new one? There if could there be. there is, it could win me over. I mean, they're a family. They might have pizza night, yeah. although it seems like they're way out there. I don't know if they yeah. deliver that far. They probably don't pizza. even have cell phone reception. Yeah, that's the true. kids are trying to update their socials. What's that? Dad! <laughs> like, I have to use a... Thing on the wall. Uh, what is this? Uh, That's terrifying. It has a cord. <laughs> oh, why can't I get away from it? That's the horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Bury the phone in the bat cemetery. It's got a cord. <laughs> it comes back. Just wraps yeah. around no, them. In the original one, one of the uh, one of the most creepy things is when Gage comes back. Spoiler mm -hmm. alert. Well, when Gage comes back and he's like, "Daddy, let's play," and <laughs> the way he says it. And then he's still in his like burial costume. Oh and his God! Hair slipped back. I'm just like, Ugh! Ugh. <sighs> maybe I won't watch that. And new then one. he gets Herman Munster in the Achilles tendon That's with the, the scalpel. Thing. Yes, mm. no good. So I think, even though we get the trailer now in the right season of Scary Time Halloween, mm. I don't think this comes out until the spring. Um, but because it is Halloween season, we are getting all kinds of Halloween stories. Yes. And this is ridiculous. No, it's not. We I'm for it. I'm for it. Lust. I debate you, Sarah Foraker. It's a good thing I'm not trick-or-treating or was never trick-or-treating in Virginia. Because if you are over the age of 12 and you're just trying to get some candy... You have a costume on. Like, you're no, playing the game. You no. have a costume you're on. You're old enough for a paper route. You go buy some candy at 12 years old. Don't tell me a 12-year-old can't wear a kick-ass nope. costume nope. and maybe be with nope. some little kids nope. and we all get candy. If you're, if you're accompanied by a minor, then maybe, maybe I can stretch this rule. In Virginia, there is a code that has a penalty for overage trick-or-treaters. Yes! If you are over the age of 12, you could get a fine from $25 to $100. Yes! Which is ridiculous in and of itself. Yes! Or... And get off my lawn. Up to six months in jail. Yes! Joe, that's so dumb! No, it's not. We have jail overcrowding. Don't no, put a stupid trick-or-treater you know in there. You know what? Every single year, I take my kid out who is of legit trick-or-treat age, some douchey teenager, I'm a ghost, I got a sheet, takes his flippin' candy. These 12-year-olds deserve it. You're at that age where you're no longer cute. Stay at home and give out candy Wait, like everyone else does. If you're a parent and you're walking your child around, then some other punk-ass kid shouldn't be able to take your kid's candy. No. They, there, last year, for example, there were two kids on bikes, and they were like going from house to house. And the house, you know, the guy's not home. He leaves a bowl on the porch. Oh, they took the whole bowl. He yeah. takes the whole bowl. They always use their big yeah. claws to grab as much candy <laughs> as they possibly can, too. They and, always yes, too much. Yes, thank you, David. Thanks for having my back. And then one but family, jail, David. Jail. One family was giving out whole, <laughs> whole yeah, okay. things of Starburst. And these kids took all of the Starburst. And every single little kid was like, I heard the house at the end of the street has Starburst. And they walked in their costumes uphill in the snow. Well, and these, these douches came up in their bikes. Listen, <laughs> I got the big Starburst. I, not all people over the age of 12 are douches. Yes, they are. You have to play by the don't They're starting to get body Do you remember older. being over 12? Yes. You were a douche. I was, I was a, a douche. Dave was a douche. Totally. Maybe it's a girl thing. Maybe no. it, maybe it's if you're 12 year old, if you're between the ages of 12 and 16, yeah. 
as a boy, you're a douche oh, on wait. Halloween. But you're as a, a girl, girl, you're not a douche. No. You were, when you were 10, you were a douche on Halloween, Sarah. I was You not. were ahead of the boys. <laughs> I was not. You were a douchey tween. I know it. Oh, I, there's been uh, so much douching on this show right now. <laughs> I, was not very a, clean, though. I was not a Halloween jerk. Are you sure? I will say the latest that I did uh -huh. any trick-or-treating right. was sixth grade. Right. That was the latest that I went. Which, how old are you in sixth grade? I think you're 10 or 11. I was right under the wire from not going to jail. If you ridiculous, if you can, if you wear a costume and you're polite, you should be able to do it. If you're looking forward to your bar mitzvah, you should not be able to do it. <laughs> How about that? Boom. No. Grinches. Gr Grinches. No, we're fighting for the rights of the younger kids who can't fight for themselves. We're you? like Batman on Halloween. Yeah. I don't need to be scared into like worrying about whether or not my house is getting an egg because I can give punk kids candy, right? You have jerky-ass kids in your neighborhood. <laughs> I go every year, to because I live in a condo, so nobody comes to our condo. Um, so I go every year to my sister's house to help her hand out candy. Mm -hmm. Could not be any nicer. Bunch of nice kids coming to the house. You know what? They're all Eddie Haskell. Because <laughs> they're coming back. They're casing your house is what they're doing. They're casing my sister's house yes. is well, this is They're ridiculous. They're back. They just, you know what they did before they went trick-or-treating? They watched The Purge. <laughs> right? Oh, scary. They got The Purge, like, big animal head costume thingies at Walmart now. It's all going to I'm telling you, Mark. All right. Words. All right. If you think the Halloween trick-or-treat thing made us angry, we're about to get fired up about some cheese and somebody who's trying to take my cheese. Those and douches. Douches. We will explain next on Pop That Culture. That's the rewind. That's the <laughs> rewind, by the way. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them.
got a girl fight coming up mm -hmm. next. And, uh, As I put on a wig. These, oh. yeah. I got you. Come on. Candy, no candy. Uh, <laughs> these girls do not play. They are ready to uh, take it on. But um, because you are in the room, millennial, David, we like to. <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, you're the Token only millennial. millennial that we actually really, truly Yeah. Know. Yeah. Are you sure you're a millennial? Yeah. Because we like I, it. I ride the line. Do you? Yeah. The high mm. end of that line? Um, yes. So millennials all the time accused of killing things. Although we did have a positive story about them recently where the divorce rate is going down because mm. millennials are waiting longer before they get married. Right. And it's after they've kind of gotten everything with their mm. career and education yeah. and everything sort of like on a good stable right, level, should be. then they're getting married. Well, they're, they're also responsible for the reason why we can find good wine almost anywhere now because of their consumption habits. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Mm. Yeah, they get blamed for killing a lot of things. Um, they get blamed for killing the napkin industry. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, I don't, I use paper towels in my house. Do you buy separate napkins? Um, we have some really old ones that we've been <laughs> using forever. <laughs> um, they are blamed for, um, I think, killing the diamond industry because mm. if they're giving engagement rings they're using choosing different stones yeah I mean, whatever just killing 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 ruining things ruining things and oh, now yeah. path of destruction millennials are being blamed for killing cheese oh my goodness. american cheese uh, is this really Ooh. cheese though whenever you no i don't think it actually is technically cheese yes because i within the within the story they were talking about all of the weirdo chemicals that make up alleged crap mm -hmm. singly type cheese or Velveeta or Velveeta. I love Velveeta it's very little dairy and a lot of what is that yeah I can't pronounce that uh it's funny if you listen to Canadian radio where they have to disclose what things really are if they're called a certain thing oh they will say you know like the Big Mac has processed cheese. Processed to cheese. To all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, processed cheese. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So, but what's interesting is that they're saying millennials, they don't like the American cheese. No. They want fancy cheese. They want, they like, want smoked Gouda. Asiago. They want oh. different cheeses. And so, fat, not just restaurants, but fast food places, too, are changing what kind of cheeses they offer yeah. um, on their different sandwiches. And then we know the whole thing with McDonald's actually making their ingredients natural. Right. Like, they're trying to not have as many. But at one point, we're going to go to the drive-thru and go, I'd like a brie and bacon. I'd like I'd like an artisanal yes. burger please. And, well, just Ronald. a pair with the diet coke or the Dr Pepper. <laughs> so, but what's funny is that the the cheese, the American cheese people are trying to fight back. Mm. The Velvetas and the American cheese, they're like, listen, you can make your grilled cheese sandwich with real cheese, but you are not going to get the melty gooiness that you were going to get right. ever without the individually plastic wrapped slices to make yeah. it happen. And then somewhere, some millennial with suspenders, some old timey pants and a beard is gonna retort and say, <laughs> no, I've made this bespoke artisanal cheese <laughs> in a gentrified part of town and it's superior <laughs> to this crap in plastic sheets. It is, it, like, when, when you unwrap a slice of cheese from that plastic and mm. you kind of go, I don't even, yeah. I'm not sure. It's almost like it's getting into like silly putty territory. Right. Like I bet if you took a slice of cheese and laid it down on newsprint, you could pull it up. <laughs> and it would can, you, can you crumple it up and make it bounce up and down? <laughs> yeah. you, know, my, you know what? Honestly, I do have a thing. And you're going to, tree hugger. You know, 
it, it, all the packaging around each slice of cheese. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen it? Like, after a week of making like sandwiches for my kid, you see it in the trash, and you're like, yeah. that's an awful lot of petroleum products wrapping this fake cheese. Well, then maybe you should roll out with the Velveeta, because that you have to like cut yourself. Oh, you can get Velveeta slices. You can get Velveeta slices? Yeah. Where have I been? Oh, yeah. What planet have I been on? Crazy. Mm. All right, let's get into the girl fight. Girl fight! Oh. And, of course, it starts over Kanye, because... He's is he just, really worth fighting over? No, no, he's not. So, singer Lana Del Rey, summertime sadness, mm. uh, young and beautiful, whatever. She starts to tweet about Kanye and the fact that he's wearing the uh, MAGA hat and he's mm. all pro-Trump. And yeah. so she tweeted about him. And then uh, we had one Miss Azalea Banks weighing in mm. on Twitter and starting crap with Lana Del Rey and saying, you know, basically take Kanye's name out of your mouth because he's not the problem and you don't get cool points for, you know, thinking that you're going to rip on Kanye and all of a sudden everyone's going to think you're woke. Like, that's not, you know, just No, quit. no, it's not that ripping on Kanye makes you woke. It's, it's sport, really. Well. I mean, come on. Right? Yeah, so Lana Del Rey said uh, basically, like, bring it. You know the Addy. Pull up any time. Say it to my face, Azalea. But if I were you, I wouldn't. Hmm. And then the most famous Lana Del Rey tweet, I think, ever, <laughs> which will go down in the history of best use of a double negative. <laughs> so first she says, you know the address. I, you know, bring it, biatch. And then her, <laughs> her famous tweet is, I won't not F you the F up, period. And <laughs> Azalea Banks was, whoa, oh, hold on. Did you just say that? And so she said, well, what do you think if I show that tweet to my lawyer? And Lana Del Rey was like, do it. Because, and make sure you tell him that was a promise, not a threat. Damn! <laughs> Lana Del she's like this whole yeah. songstress. Seems like she's all, you know, flowy moo-moo dresses and glamour. And, and she is ready to... Take off the earrings and get this down. This would be like Sia wearing Zubas and like running into a room <laughs> and tearing her shirt off. Yeah. It, it just goes on from there where uh, Azalea Banks is talking about how Lana Del Rey spent all this money on plastic surgery on her face, but not her chubby, doughy body. And she's saying, you know, I'm going to send you some good workouts for your upper arms that are super flabby. And then they started getting in a fight about, you know, mental health and you should be on meds. And it just went, it spun out you of know, control. This is, you wouldn't expect all it. over Kanye. Yes. I mean, if it were something else, like, you know, Lana Del Rey said something about, you know, Alzheimer's and Azalea Banks' mom has Alzheimer's, then I can right. see it's Kanye. I know. It is flipping Kanye West. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, goodness. And because people just don't like to be happy ever mm. about anything. Right. About any casting choice ever. Has, no. Has there been a time when an announcement has been made about someone being cast in a particular role? And the majority of people on social media are like, yeah, it's a good choice. I'm the, glad about the that. The short answer is no. And that's because everybody thinks they own everybody else's intellectual right. property. Right. Right. So The Rock, who is half black, half Samoan, mm. has cast himself in this movie where they're going to have a whole bunch of different folk heroes and things from around the world. But yeah. the, the person he's going to play is John Henry 
who is a folk hero, who apparently has always been portrayed, not just as a big, strong man, but uh, as a very dark-skinned black man. Right. And people are pissed because they feel like The Rock isn't dark enough. I think that's a little ridiculous. After all, Digital Underground invited Samoans to do the Humpty Hump. That's true. And it doesn't. And if he's half Samoan, yes. he is welcomed into the Humpty Hump, which Always. is by Digital Underground, mm-hmm. which is one of the early pop hip hop bands. <laughs> you see how this goes? I do it's, see how it goes. How, yeah. Yeah. What people? I mean, some of the comments were going in on Dwayne, basically, like, oh, Wait, he, so you are you and yeah, the rock going are, in on my right, my boot. On, Okay. Saying <laughs> saying that uh, that he is black when it's convenient and profitable, and then white oh, come on. or ambiguous when it's profitable to be that. And it's like, what he he has his dad was it's black, his, his mom was Samoan. It's his job. Like, I mean, yeah. And also, again, Joe, good point. He's an actor, and you portray many different things. Although I have to say, really, I I, I mean. I'm not black, and so maybe I can't speak. Mm. Well, then don't say it loud. Don't say it loud. Maybe I'm not allowed to have an opinion on this. But I feel like he would probably do a really great job. He probably would. I mean, I do I do get it. Because there is, like, you know, when you're a person of color and you see people cast in roles that are that have been already established, it's difficult to see things because whitewashing is real. Yes. And, you know, and, you know, having grown up and having certain, like, for example, if there was a role that Bruce Lee was made, you know, made into this huge role, and then all of a sudden he was, they cast some Irish dude, of, you know, Ed Sheeran right. played him. Right. I'd be just like, what? Yes. You know, Ed Sheeran is now Kato in the Green Hornet. Are you kidding me? And that and that has happened where they the roles have been completely yeah. whitewashed. And then uh, mm. one guy, I think, within this last year, he actually quit. He didn't realize that this comic book character that he got in the role of was in the comic book. Was I right. believe was Asian. And he's like, I'm so sorry, my bad. I won't take the role. Yeah. Well, there's also uh, Tilda Swinton. I love you, Tilda Swinton. Oh, I do. for Doctor Strange. But you were the ancient one, and you were Lily White. Not Lily Allen. No. The, the chick that Don't blame Lily her. Allen. No. Mm-mm, no. Mm. So anyway, nobody's going to be happy ever. But when we get back on Pop That Culture, we have something that I hope will make you happy. Oh, it will. It will make you very happy. Um, There's going to be dancing, there's going to be singing, Mm. there's going to be Missy Elliott, and there's going to be a lady with a big bullhorn when we come back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sleeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays podcast. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. 
A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I don't know if you saw this. It went viral um, within the last three months. There's mm. a woman named Mary Halsey. She's from Rhode Island. Mm. Yeah, she uh, she sings on a lot of EDM tracks. Stop I it. love Halsey. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> um, and she was out. There was a, a park that she and her friends and family will go to that once a year does a karaoke contest. Mm. Yes. Which is a weird thing to do in the yeah. middle of a park usually oh, it's yeah. like in a bar or whatever you need to get drunk first so yeah. there must be a bar in this park as well right <laughs> people are just bringing coolers and getting wasted and doing karaoke in the people middle leaving of it. tech support jobs and coming getting <laughs> wasted so mary decided that she was going to do um a missy elliott song and work it which is a Naughty, a little bit oh, of a naughty yeah. song. Well, there. basically, Missy Elliott goes to this smorgasbord of different ethnicities, man-wise, and you're like, geez. She talks about shaving her whoop whoop, oh, and yeah, there's a yeah. lot, there's a lot to be unpacked in that song. And she likes Chinese boys <laughs> in that song too. <laughs> so, Mary, uh, who is an older gal, likes to wear the big floral print shirts, mm. is just straight up in the middle of a park, yeah. nailing the Missy Elliott song. She knows every single I word. I love this. She's probably got that house with like geese with bonnets on it. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what us, what you look at her and you're like, yeah, you're, you're, a, you're a geese with bonnet house lady. 100% yeah. and a bunch of small dogs. And yeah. yeah, that's cool. Little coat hanger with little hearts routed into the middle. <laughs> Bless this house. So Mary, singing her dirty, dirty song in the middle of a park, goes viral because somehow the video gets back to Missy Elliott. And then yes. Missy Elliott shares the video, and then it went all over the place. And it got back to Ellen DeGeneres, who was like, well, I have got to get this it's woman on the my show. the circle of life. So mm. Ellen has Mary on her show to do a repeat performance of the song, and this is what happens. Everybody, I'm at the Ellen Show, first time exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missy's funky white sister is in the house. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Is your pimp is win yip? Is your pimp is win yip? If you got a big boob, let me search ya. Find out how hard I gotta work ya. Is your pimp is win yip? Is your pimp is win yip? I like to get to know ya so I can show ya. Put a hurtin' on ya like I told ya. 
Give me all your numbers so I can phone you. Your girl ex, take that, call me over. Not on the bed, lay me on your sofa. Call before you come and need to shame a torture. You do or you don't, or you will or won't you. Go downtown and eat it like a vulture. See my hips, I'm a tips, don't you? See my ass, I'm a lips, don't you? I lost a few pounds in my waist for you. This has got to be the goal. Ra-ta-ta. Ra-ta-ta-ta. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Sex me so good, I say blah, blah, blah. Work it. I need a glass of water. Boy, oh boy, it's good to know ya. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your feminine if it's fine, yeah. It's your feminine if it's wrong, yeah. If you got a bit, hey, let me search. Get a pedicure, get your hair done. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toaster. Woo! Let's get drunk, it's gonna bring us closer. Woo! Don't I look like a Halle Berry poster? See the velvet deal playing tricks on ya. Hey. Yeah! Oh, I mean, honestly. You know, this is how Mary Lana Del is a Rey joy. and Azalea Banks need to resolve their differences. Just. Think. This is easily the ebony and ivory <laughs> of our of our time. I. Uh, it's amazing, and then Mary <laughs> Mary is living her best life because that happened. But then this week was the American Music Awards, and people on Twitter started seeing her in the audience, just dancing and losing her mind. Come to find out, she was there because Ellen loved her so much. She sent her to cover as a correspondent and do interviews at the American Music Awards. And so Mary from Rhode Island is oh, just, it's yes. best week ever for that lady. Absolutely. You cannot stop her. She can buy some more bonnets for those geese <laughs> hanging out at the house. Get a full mm. Gucci outfit for the geese <laughs> right. now, something. Geese have gold chains. And <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I also like this one too. I think this is really cute. Um, so Anthony Anderson was on with Jimmy Fallon this week. Um, and he was talking about how he didn't finish college. He made it to junior year, but then he didn't finish. But there is a happy ending to the story, and here's oh. what's going to happen. Uh, Howard University, that's your alma mater, but uh, is this yeah. true that you, you did not graduate? Who snitching? <laughs> <laughs> and why you got to put my business out in the street like that? <laughs> I mean, in front of these fine people. I know, I'm just saying. Was I, uh, you told me that, I think. I, yeah, probably did. Uh, I, 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 I was playing for college myself, uh, and I ran out of money after my junior year. I've been speaking with the university and Dr. Frederick, who's the president of the university, about creating a curriculum that I can take online and at home and do some practical classes uh, on campus so I can walk with my son in 2022. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you so, do that, yeah. If you do that, I'm going to be crying. Okay, no. No, it's not if. That's, that's what I'm doing. I mean, uh, no that's, way. That, that's Good the plan. for you. Yeah, so I have four years to finish one year of college. See, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's you. great. But that, that's my plan. I love it. How cool is that? Yeah. He's going to graduate and be able to walk with his son. Yeah. Uh, then then they're going to go out that night and get crunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be one Hell of a graduation party, but yes, so that's awesome. Mm. Um, in this Me Too era, one of the culprits has come forward and made some apologies. He feels bad for some of his past behavior. Yeah, like true lies. <laughs> I like true lies. I know it's cheese ball, but well, I, you know what? It's like they made Jamie Lee Curtis's character so stupid in the movie. But she, 
That she looked. Be... Am- she looked amazing, though. By the way, when she was doing the thing in her underwear and like dancing around in the bedroom or whatever. Oh. Like, I don't remember how old she was exactly at that time, but she was not a spring chicken, and she looked amazing. So right. good for you, Jamie Curtis. It's the yogurt. It is. It's the it's, activia. Yeah. Activia. It's the act of cultures. Yeah. Um, your bowels, eating that stuff up. <laughs> so. Arnold Schwarzenegger did a little sit-down interview with Men's Health. Of course. And right before he became the governor, Mm. I think it was like six women came out and said that he had done all sorts of um, terrible things, like grabbing their boobs, putting his hands under their skirts, Mm. and all this sort of stuff. Wasn't there some uh, evidence walking around of his uh, indiscretions? Oh, well, that was his affair with the maid, (laughs) yes. Uh, When (laughs) she kept bringing around her son when he was little, they were like, oh, that's cute. And as he got older... He is the spitting image of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He looks just like Schreiber's Arnold from like, this movie. Marie Schreiber's like, yeah, I can't be in denial anymore. That is exactly your face. Clearly you slept with somebody who wasn't me. It's like, it's like in, uh, in Meet the Fockers when they suspect that, um, that Fokker had a kid. Oh, right. And they didn't look that. <laughs> anyway. So what's interesting is at the time, tell me if this sounds familiar. Mm. Um, because the allegations came out from all these different women right before, as he was running to be governor mm. of California. Right. And um, he denied the allegations via his campaign spokesperson who said, we believe Democrats and others are using this to try and hurt Arnold Schwarzenegger's campaign. We believe that this is coming so close before the election, something that discourages good, hardworking, decent people for running for office. Mm. It feels a little Kavanaugh yeah. to me. Yeah. It's like the exact same situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was in office for a Time. Yeah, looks like Arnold was a little Cavanaughty. Oh, he was. Uh. But now he's like, yeah, I realized the error of my ways, and that was not cool. And uh, I made sure that we went through all sort of sexual harassment training once I got in there, right. so, so we could learn that maybe you're not supposed to just walk up to a female employee and be like, oh, oh. I yeah. mean, no. But the fact that they need to go through training to figure this out. Well, you know, there was some senator, it was in the news yesterday, I came across it while we were prepping. Some senator had said, I think the women today just aren't as tough as the women were 20 years ago. No, the women were afraid to talk. That's what was going on. Just not as tougher. Ugh. Jesus. And then he also apologized for the uh, the girly man comments mm. um, because he called his Democratic political opponents girly men in 2004. Right. And he's like, I realize now it probably wasn't cool and that we should be trying to work with each other yeah. and not laying down Hans and Franz uh, mm-hmm. phrases That's to like them. life imitating art. It really was. I mean, I did, yeah, I didn't realize he would ever say that in real life, but he did. Um, there is a British couple that is getting a lot of attention right now because mm-hmm. they got married. Mm. They went on their honeymoon. They did. They got really drunk. Crunk. And they, they started to make friends with some of the people that work there. And they were like, this place is awesome. It is fantastic. As, you guys, as they're pouring them more drinks. Yeah, you have a fantastic <laughs> setup here. I love it. And then the employers are like, well, you know, uh, the lease is coming up and somebody needs to buy this place. And the husband and wife look at each other and are like, let's do it. They are wasted. They are 12 rum drinks in during this conversation. They probably don't even have a joint checking account yet. And they're buying properties. And they realize that to take up the lease for the next three years is going to be $40,000. And they're like, yeah, we we can do that. Let's, uh, who do we talk to? So the employees take them to the person who wants to do the fine details of the deal. 
that person doesn't fully speak English. So this drunk British couple has the employees that they're friends with trying to translate to them as they continue to drink while they're making a property deal <laughs> to buy the hotel that they're at yeah. for their honeymoon. This happens all the time on HGTV, by yes. the way. All the time. And it totally. Now, what's crazy is, so they, they make the deal, they go home. Then the wife realizes that she's pregnant, and she's like, oh, my God. We live in a small flat in London. We're about to have a baby, which is very expensive. And we just agreed to a $40,000 lease on this mm. hotel. But they put in $8,000 of work on it to revamp it a little. It's been up and running for them since yeah. July. And apparently it's solidly booked and making them crazy money. Yeah. So this drunken decision actually ended up working out for them. But yeah. terrifying. It was all because of the staging. <laughs> and they're going to show the graphic at the end of this episode, where they show how much they paid, how much staging cost, improvements, and what they turned around and they flipped it for. Time to flip another <laughs> yeah. house. Oh, I, I mean... Property brothers will come out. <laughs> HGTV is pretty much on a loop in my house. Right. And I don't renovate anything, which mm. is hysterical. Why do I watch Food Channel and HGTV and I don't cook and I don't renovate. I love I'm, watching other people here, do it. Here's why. Both of those channels convince you that, you know, Food Channel convinces you that you can create some amazing dinner right. using non-processed cheese. <laughs> yes. And uh, and then you can also uh, gut your bathroom and have it done by the end of the weekend at the same time. And it'll look magical yes. and beautiful. And it'll add $50,000 to the value of your $30,000 home. Yep. I'm ready to move. Hmm. All right. When we get back... We're getting down to squirrels on a plane, people. Squirrels on a plane. Next mm. on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's a simple thing. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. 
is called squirrel, 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 squirrels. You were expecting squirrels, yes! squirrels, squirrels. You are correct. The video is squirrels getting lap dances. <laughs> I really, because when you, <laughs> again, when Joe put this on the sheet last night, I was like, this is amazing that there is a Motley Crue cover <laughs> with squirrels in it. No, this is more I like mean, a Beatles is, cover. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I mean, cute, but I was really hoping for <laughs> Motley Crue. But um, there was, I mean, people bring emotional support animals on flights with them. I feel like it's gotten out of control. It has. There was a woman who had an emotional support peacock. That uh, was a problem. An emotional support hamster. There was uh, an emotional support mini pony. I don't need a mini pony going here's up and down the, the island. Here's the thing. I mean, I hate to sound uncompassionate about this, mm -hmm. but this is this is really an issue because it's a matter of it's hygiene. It's you're on a plane with yep. a couple hundred other people. And it delegitimizes actual service animals. Correct. Right. Correct. And, and there's no, I don't know of any clinician that has ever said, get yourself a peacock, otherwise <laughs> you won't be right. They're so cuddly. Right. I, no. I, don't, I don't get, listen, and I think squirrels are adorable. No, I hate them. They're rats. I know, I know. Can't stand them. And they take your Halloween candy. Um, no, they're. They do. <laughs> I think they're really cute, no, and I will no. feed them if they'll take the little no. peanut right out of your hand. Um, mm -hmm. So this woman, when she booked her flight, she said she was bringing on an emotional support animal, but she didn't specify what kind. Wait, was she emotional, or was the animal emotional? <laughs> Who knows? I feel like probably the animal was emotional after having I, to hang I'm out. not going to fly. I am not going to fly. <laughs> Hanging out with this lady, because she is cuff <laughs> Kind of like Mr. T in the A-Team. Did have to knock the squirrel out before he flies anywhere. <laughs> so she didn't tell him what the animal was going to be. She gets on the flight, and there is a policy against rodents. Mm. Uh, and Rightfully so, so. They were going from Orlando to uh, Florida to Cleveland, and squirrels are not allowed. And so they said, you're going to have to leave the plane. And she refused to leave the plane. And so no. the cops were called. And everybody else had to deboard the plane so that the cops could come out and deal with this woman and finally get her to leave. No. This is, so they have her on a, in a wheelchair, but this is when they finally grabbed the woman and got her to leave the plane with her bag of squirrel. New tonight, a woman kicked off a plane for bringing a support squirrel on board. The news station's Tom Johnson reports. More than 125,000 passengers fly through Orlando International Airport every day. A small percentage of them fly with legitimate service animals. But when someone ends up on a plane with an animal that's not supposed to be there, it can cause big problems, which just happened with a squirrel. Yeah, here's the crazy lady. Shut that was the end of the saga at gate 15 as Orlando police escort a woman off Frontier Airlines flight 1612 to Cleveland. Here's another cell phone view from one of the passengers who boarded the plane nearly an hour and a half late because Orlando police say a passenger with an emotional support squirrel 
refused to get off a Frontier flight. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Brittany Taylor shot that first video as the woman emerged from the jetway. She talked to us via FaceTime from Cleveland. She was screaming, here's the crazy lady, here's the crazy lady, and then proceeded to flip off the entire crowd. In an emailed statement, the airline... Oh, man. I mean, that woman was a giant pain. I would I, be livid. Yeah. If these people were delayed to fly two hours because of this woman mm -hmm. and her emotional support squirrel. Yes, because the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Unbelievable. Or the one. Unbelievable. I mean, like I said, I, hate, I try to be as compassionate as possible, but this whole emotional support animal thing, take a Xanax or don't fly. Yeah. Seriously, I don't Uber know. down to Orlando. Like if I, I'm not, a, I'm not a strong flyer, and if I could be holding a puppy the entire time, yes, I would yeah, feel better. That's I why would they have bars that are I would open love to have an emotional support <laughs> puppy. But have a bloody marriage. You know, yeah, exactly. Have an emotional support cocktail. Do something. Jeez. <laughs> Smoke a dube. I Whoa, don't care. Wow. Get some eddies. Now, we have another animal story, which I think is adorable. Mm. Um, there's a, a Hawaiian animal hospital, hmm. and one of the doctors was uh, away from the hospital, and she was getting call after call after call to her cell phone, but the, no one was leaving a message, no one was there when she picked up, hmm. and she's like, all right, I've gotten nine phone calls from the hospital, clearly something is going on, and so she rushes back to the animal hospital, and all the people at the front desk seem really calm, and she's like, were you guys calling me? What's going on here? And they said, we didn't call you, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she said, I got nine phone calls. And they said, you know, we've been getting mysterious phone calls too. So then they called and, and spoke to the phone company and they're like, can you trace it? Can you figure out where are these calls coming mm -hmm. from? And it wasn't at the front desk or any of the main offices. And so finally the original doctor who was getting the calls was like, well, I guess I'll go back into kind of the back lab area. We have mm. a phone back there to see what's going on. And then they realized that it was a tiny insurance salesman. Yes. Who was gecko butt dialing everybody with his little gecko feet. <laughs> <laughs> he had placed so many phone calls right. unknowingly. And they well, were able just to- just trying to you know, resolve claims. That you're right. Yeah. That is true yeah. in his tiny little British accent. Um, and so they, did, they picked up his little gecko body and they put him outside and far away and all the mystery phone calls stopped. But I, <laughs> I, I think this may be a first that people actually got butt dialed by a gecko. Right. Which is a fantastic thought to take you into your weekend. We will hang out with you next week. Be good people, yeah. make good choices. Maybe and you'll call Craig Foley. Hang out with Craig Foley next. We'll see you later, bye.